Welcome to Caribbean Storytime with your host, Yolanda Marshall. Tune into various discussions about our beautiful culture, books, authors, recipes, and everything Caribbean. Your children will enjoy reading with Miles on Caribbean Storytime. Welcome to Caribbean Storytime, it's me, Yolanda Marshall. Today I have the privilege of speaking to Raquel and Henry Grandison. Raquel is an educator, as well as the writer of the comic books Maroon Black. Her husband, Henry, is an illustrator, amazing artist. Uh, Maroon Black is a Jamaican comic that integrates the use of Jamaican folklore, legends, and myths into a fictional story. Um, it's action-packed um, with a story that everyone can relate to, specifically Caribbean children or those of Caribbean background. Um, if you don't know about the Maroons, historically, they are escaped slaves and some of them never pretty much touched the, the plantations. You know, they were exceptional um, people who survived who fought free and um, left a legacy throughout the Caribbean, um, also in South America. So it's an honor to have this dynamic duo on Caribbean Storytime. Welcome, Raquel and Henry Grandison. Hi, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So I would like you, first of all... Um, First off, I'd like to say this. I was going through chapter one of, of one of your comics and I read this line and I, I love it. Some heroes are born while some are forced. I didn't <laughs> choose this life. I was thrown into it, right? <laughs> and right. I love that. I really love it. And that's the, those are powerful words. You know, we're thrown into it, but we make the best of it and we... Are superheroes every day. Um, right. Please introduce yourself and welcome to Caribbean Storytime. Thank you for having us. My name is Raquel Reed Grandison and I'm the writer of Maroon Black. And I am Henry Grandison and I'm the illustrator of Maroon Black. Right. So um, Maroon Black is a webcomic and we focus on Jamaican folklore. It's set in Jamaica. It has um, situations that happened in Jamaica, you know, and the setting is definitely Jamaica. The landmarks are places that are in Jamaica. Uh, persons who visit the island will be able to identify the landmarks as they go through the comic, and persons who live here can relate to, uh, I guess, how we deal with things on a daily basis and just basically how everything looks. We copied the exact um, halfway three clock for the first um, page to ensure that when children started to look at the comic book, they were able to identify, you know, a place that they see regularly, going to school, going to the store or anything. And also they can see the environment being used in a different and 
a more interesting way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as the right, so, so the line you quoted, I came up yes. with that because um, you know, being a hero isn't something that you generally choose. It's something that uh, for our national heroes, it's something that they they were forced to become. You know. And yeah, because of situations and circumstances and being Monday is our National Heroes Day here. So it's something that is fresh on my mind. Um, we, we, um, we use one of our characters is a descendant of one of our National Heroes who is Nanny of the Maroons. Mm -hmm. And so we, it's fiction, of course, but we included things that, that would spark conversation about her and about you know, what it meant to be a hero back then. Yeah. yeah, and to me, Nani would be like the first Jamaican superhero. Based on our folklore, a lot of things said about Nani that is really supernatural in terms of our powers, our abilities, and our role um, as the queen of the Maroons. Yeah. Right. So, so, Mar so Maroon Black follows the life of uh, these children. So it starts out with one person. He's a teenager. And he is the, the direct descendant of Nani. And so he's, however, a reluctant hero. He's forced to be one, but mm -hmm. he's following in his, in his ancestors' footsteps. And we, we follow his story until he connects with his other, um, the other members of the Maroon Black. Yeah. Um, our inspiration for, for Maroon Black for starting it when we were children, we didn't have a comic book that was, you know, focused on Jamaicans or even black people, to be honest. Like, going through the bookstores, um, you know, you could find your Superman, your Spider-Man, your X-Men, which, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, to be honest, we did enjoy reading, but uh, there weren't any people of color in them yeah. that were in leading roles. Yeah. So we couldn't relate to, to um, having characters that we could say, all right, this person looks like me or my family or, you know, just being able to identify with that character. Or have similar backgrounds to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> right? Because, you know, we, don't, we didn't have a, a many characters that were in the Caribbean, whether it's Jamaica or any other island, really. So when we met we basically started bouncing ideas on how to create content for our country for our people for not just jamaicans but the caribbean people also black people all over the world um because they'll be able to relate to to these events um even our folklore because caribbean people we generally have similar folklores they may call them like by a different name, but we generally have the same idea, the same concept, because it's like, you know, we're all coming from Africa. So we came with the same story. So we came together um, and we brainstormed how to make this comic book, how to develop our characters. We were inspired by different things, different um, areas. I know Henry was inspired by Afro Samurai. Yeah, Afro Samurai was the first anime that had a black lead that I um, found and it really spoke to me that it's possible to use persons of color as a lead in a comic or a
animation and still be really interesting? Well, myself, I wasn't, I was inspired mostly by literature. I am, I am um, a literature teacher by profession otherwise, and I enjoy reading all different types of materials. So I think comic book wise, I, I liked so many different genres in the comic book, but what was special about this is just to get um, our own voice, our own Caribbean voice, so that others could hear it. Um, yeah, <laughs> thank you. So, so currently we have three chapters up on our website, which is maroonblock.net. And that's so far. And it, we release new chapters on the 28th of each month. So this is our third month going on for it being online. Uh, we tried doing it, selling it first in stores, but that proved to be difficult. And so... We decided that the best route would have been in order to access more children, because some children we'd like to access, they don't have money to spend on, you know, buying comic books and things like that, but it's easier to access it online. So we provided that service. So <laughs> that's where we are right now, chapter three. And on the 28th, you will see chapter four. <laughs> I'm currently working on that right now. <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing, um, and I was—I actually went on your website, and I—I I, I really love this. Like, I, I wasn't always—I mean, you had like Marvel comics and such that growing right. up, and, and and as you said, yeah, it doesn't really relate to my culture and my house, but I loved it, right? Who doesn't yeah, love Marvel too. comics? You know, you're right. looking for Black Panther back then. You're looking for the for the yep. hero, <laughs> and that's the only thing the closest you can get. Um, right. a character that you can relate to it in terms of like you know the same um race right right um, yeah so when i saw yours and i'm like oh there's duppy and the maroon and <laughs> i know and, and the thing is is that a lot of younger people um i find don't aren't educated um about the maroons and the role they played um mm -hmm. during slavery how powerful they are how free they were the strength, yeah. the skills, um, these, 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 um, these tribe of people, I would say, and the Maroons are yeah. were major in Jamaica and, and pretty much most Caribbean countries had them, and mm -hmm. you know, in South America as well, a lot yes. in uh, Suriname and such, and and I mean, some of them still they're still alive to this day. They they escaped. Yeah. They didn't even get into slavery, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's know. true. <laughs> We're off that ship, and we're you're not putting a chain on us, right? And if you did, right. you know, it, it ain't gonna last, like you know. So, it, very powerful, strong people, and that is a part of our history that yeah. you know we can be proud of, and especially in the Caribbean. And I know for mm -hmm. Jamaicans and, and such, it's, it's a big deal, and, and it should be. This is this is real. These were yeah. real people, yeah. and these are the people we should look up to it and, and and hold dear to say you know i i feel that it doesn't matter how society has been built to keep us down has been built to um you know not to work for it doesn't work for us pretty much it really doesn't right uh we can have history of people that have made europe rich north america rich and we True. are still considered a, a third world countries to this day right and um, I, I strongly believe that a lot, when it comes to literature and education, 
um, and you're an educator, right, Raquel? Like, I, yeah. I, I, it's really great when you, when younger kids have um, access to this type of knowledge and through art, you know, through books, through comic. And, you know, we hear a lot of things like you want to hide something from a black person, put it in the right. book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know what? It, it's it maybe for some, but not for most. And I believe right. when it comes to comic books, a lot of young boys love it and young girls too, but particularly boys, they always love it. They're big on Marvel and, um, having your work, like when I see it online, this is something I would like to show my son. This is something I would recommend for anyone's children that loves um, comic books. That here, here's a book that you can read. And guess what? A lot of this are based on real strong superhumans back then. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They literally were to escape slavery. Like you would have to be and survive in an environment that you weren't um, used to. You know, the swamps and the island. And you, I mean, this this is an environment that were new to them, and they somehow did survive. Um, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it took it took a lot of strength, a lot of power. And yeah, I, I love it. And the folklore stories. I'm a big folklore reader. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah. Book with any folklore story. I am in. And <laughs> in, in, in this is powerful. And especially when you see, like, you know, the names of the city and the drawing, you know, yeah. Jamaica, Fort Charles. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, a young Jamaican kid. I'm proud of this. Like, this is, this is something Thank that you. I want to read every month. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is something that I would want to, you know, as a, as a parent, buy for my child. And, um, I, and, I, and I know that I bet you know already like I mean Canada has a massive Jamaican community large um, and these are the type of comic books that I know that they'll be proud of I think Caribbean as all you know we're, we're one people you know and um, yes, that's true yeah, yeah these, these are the books for, for, for our younger generation uh, for them to relate to and feel like, yeah, this is us. This represents us. This represents our history. And, you know, it shows strength. You can be proud of yourself, um, proud of where you came from. And, you know, you relate to something in a book, you know, you get knowledge, yeah, entertainment. Yeah. Yes. And this is what you can relate to. So I, I, I love your work. Um, I, I saw the three chapters. I went through it. I'm like, oh, this is, this is amazing. I, I just had to talk to you guys. And such a dynamic team, like it was, it was, it's, it's cool. It's really nice. Well written in the art, Thank the you. drawings. Oh my gosh, this is this is this is crazy. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Thank <laughs> um, you so much. So tell. So I one one thing I like to ask my guests uh, to do is, um, what's a nice, funny Caribbean story you could remember as a kid growing up. <laughs> All right, let me see. <laughs> um, so, all right, so we have a lot of Anansi stories. I know this is, you know, we all do <laughs> in the Caribbean. And one that I can remember is, you know, Anansi is the trickster. So he... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he he... There's this hole with a crab, a crab in it. Yes. And he says, 
he says that um so he sees brother was it brother C? Crab in the hole, yes. Right. So he was searching for brother crab and um he played for something, grab it to hold off his hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it said yeah, it was brother finger mile. Right. So the crab's name was Flinger Mile, which is in Jamaica would mean to throw for a mile. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so, wow. yeah, so it's Flinger Mile. And so he, he obviously, so, so the crab says, how far? Right? Brother Flinger Mile says, how far? And he says, one mile. Yeah, Nancy said one mile. And so the crab throws him one mile. So he, you know, and Nancy's hungry. He's like, you know, I want some crab to eat or I want some tiger to eat so he goes to brother tiger and he says come i have a, like a big crab for you to eat you just need to put your your paw down into it and grab it so tiger goes and puts his paw down and the crab grabs him and says how many miles and so he says you know and then she says the shorter yeah take uh, one mile take one yeah, mile two miles be too much right but <laughs> and i place um some spikes at um, the location where he fell. Right. So he knew that if, if he threw Tiger there, Tiger would have been it caught on the spikes and he would have had Tiger, tiger meat for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Tiger, no, being so smart, he said, okay, you know, it doesn't make any sense because, um, you know, why would Anansi tell me to go the short one? So he says two miles. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so he, he, goes, he gets thrown. Then, of course, he sets up his own spikes. And he goes back and he tells Anansi, you know, you should do it next. Let me see how it's done. So Nancy, now being smart, he says two miles because he knows that the spikes are at one a mile. mile yeah. And so <laughs> Brother Crab for the mile throws him and he ends up being the one spiked. Oh. So he gets tricked <laughs> by the tiger. Yeah, there are so many Anansi stories here. Um, when we were children, our grandparents would sit around and tell us them. Yes. But, you know, as time progresses, I think we have lost so much of our culture where I don't think grandparents sit around anymore because, you know, it's, everybody's working so hard now. Yeah. Yeah, kids are on the cell phone. And the children are plugged into their devices. So, you know, they don't necessarily get the chance to sit around and tell any more of these lovely stories that they're so funny normally. Yes, yeah. I remember as a kid too, I, I love the Nancy stories and especially during a blockout. Oh. Yes, yes. 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 <laughs> we did that too. Yeah. At that nice blockout, you get like five, six of Nancy story. Oh my gosh, it was the sweetest yeah. time. Um, and we need to, we do need to introduce our kids to that again uh, to let them know that it is, it is available. It's not a lost... Um, art you know these uh, stories go yeah. on i was telling uh, another author just a, about a week or so ago that you know there's so much you can tell about a nancy i mean a nancy is such a troublemaker he could be making trouble up to today <laughs> we, we, we could write books about a nancy making facebook trouble <laughs> you know <laughs> that's not true that's <laughs> That's, that's 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 how entertaining it is, you know. And we, especially Caribbean people, are great storytellers. Oh, expect you know when we start talking about 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 folklores and and Duppy and this and oh my yeah. gosh, it would scare you for life. But that's yeah, true. <laughs> but a lot of them, it makes you they they do they're very their stories of morals. 
So you, you it teaches yes, you more at the end. At the end, end of there's it. Always there's always a lesson yeah. to it. Like, hey, you better act smart, or guess what? You know, and yes, they're tricky. Yes. Or you know, you you better follow this road, or else this is gonna happen. Right. So there's always a, a you know a moral. Uh, and a lesson to be learned from these stories in in India yeah, was it was a good thing that I would say our ancestors have passed down to us uh, storytelling. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. I love yes, it. In every form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'd like to thank you, Raquel and Henry um, Maroon Black. Uh, amazing comments, yes. and I will put all your information in the bio of this podcast. Um, thank you so much I, you know I really appreciate you um, having some time to talk with us <laughs> thank, oh, thank you thank, thank you for having thank us you. thanks bye 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 mm-hmm.